The Bible warns us about deception. In fact, as if you've been following what I've been teaching over the past few series, past few times, you remember that Jesus spoke to the disciples concerning deception. They asked him what were the signs, one of the questions they asked him, what were the signs going to be for the end of the age? And he said several different things like earthquakes and wars and rumors of wars and the love of many getting cold. And there were so many different signs he mentioned in that discourse in the book of Matthew chapter 24 and 25. But when in that discourse, four times he warns about deception. He says, Don't take heed, be careful, beware you know, of deception. And he talks about false Christ rising. He talks about teachers rising, that false teachers, false prophets rising. And, and there'll be signs and wonders, lying signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. So Jesus warns so often about deception. You know, and the interesting thing is this, that he warned about deception and many of the times he was talking about other people deceiving us. So false Christ will come in his name trying to deceive us. False prophets will come trying to deceive us or false teachers and lying signs and wonders. All these things are trying to deceive us. The Bible also speaks of we deceiving ourselves. And that's what self-deception is all about. So we're going to look at that today. I'm just going to look at two scriptures and I'll hone in on one particular one that I feel the Lord wants me to really speak on. Bible says this in the book of James chapter 126. Those who consider themselves religious and yet do not keep a tight rein on their tongues deceive themselves and their religion is worthless. Notice what it says. If you, don't, if you consider yourself religious but you don't keep a tight rein on your tongue. In other words, if you can't control your tongue if you, you, you know, you can't help it, you're always speaking, you're always, you're not in control of your, 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 your speech, the things that come out of your mouth. The Bible says that you're deceiving yourself if you think you're religious. Point I'm making is that here the Bible is saying it's possible to deceive ourselves. Many people don't realize it's possible to deceive yourself. You can lie to yourself. You can fool yourself. Amen? You know, so thinking that you are religious when you don't have restraint on the things that you say is actually self-deception. Jeremiah 17, 9 says, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Now, obviously, he's talking of the regenerated heart. But the point here is this, that our heart, the things that we, you know, have you heard the saying, follow your heart? How many of you heard that, that, that philosophy? Follow your heart. The Bible is saying, you know what, the heart can be deceitful. In fact, Jesus says in the book of Mark 7, 21, From within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lewdness. Notice what it says. Deceit. Deceit. Lewdness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. Out of the heart can come deceit. You can lie to yourself. One of the greatest magnets of self-deception is actually pride. And arrogance. And Bible tells us, you know, Paul says in the epistle, Romans 12, 3, I give each of you this warning. Notice he's warning them in um, Romans 12, 3. He says, don't think you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourselves by the faith that God has given us. It's possible to think, think of yourself more highly than you ought. It's possible. Sometimes, you know, you know I, I know growing up, there are certain things I thought, no, I can do that. You know, and to be honest with you, it was more because I thought, why can't I do that? 
and sometimes you think of yourself a little bit more than you ought to how many of you would like to be like Usain Bolt running so fast and you can look at his picture as often as you want but if you are six foot eight and you weigh 300 pounds unless you really work at it you are thinking of yourself more highly than you ought and maybe God hasn't even called you to run are you hearing what I'm saying the point is that sometimes we can think of ourselves more highly than we ought singing is one of those things as well sometimes he said why can't I be like this person why can't I be like that person Paul is saying you got to evaluate yourself in the context of the grace the ability the strength of God that he has given you not everybody is called to sing upstate that's why the Bible has a great thing for us make a joyful noise unto the Lord that's for all of us so even if you're not a soloist you can sing praise God but not everybody is called to be that one soloist I'm telling the truth amen Obadiah says in one uh, Obadiah 1 3 says you have been deceived by your own pride you have been deceived by your own pride because you live in a rock fortress and make your home high in the mountains who can ever reach us reach us way up here you ask boastfully the point here is this the, the pride was what deceived these people because they felt secure they were living up in a rock fortress they felt they were impenetrable and because of that they felt secure it was false security but their pride deceived them into feeling secure in fact when you look at jeremiah 49 16 it's the same idea it says you have been deceived by the fear you inspire in others and by your own pride notice what it goes on and says you live in a rock fortress and control the mountain heights but even if you make your nest among the peaks with the eagles i god will bring you crushing down says the lord in other words, it's possible to have security in your station in life, in your status in life, in your position in life, in where you are in life. It's possible to have pride just because you, you can control others. You have influence of hundreds or thousands of people and you can be filled with pride. And that will deceive you. Self-deception that you're more important than you really are. When our faith is in our position in life, our status we can become proud when our faith is in what we have our own our resources our finances we can become proud when our faith and trust is in what we control or influence we can become proud and pride attracts self-deception Lucifer in heaven was an angel in heaven created by God a musician <laughs> hint hint a very good musician a beautiful angel but when he began to say I can ascend to the most like the most high and he was talking about me 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 he was filled with pride and he was deceived into thinking he could do a better job than God and take over in heaven he was self-deceived and he convinced a third of the angels self-deception pride 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 turn to somebody and say be not deceived say be not deceived being a hearer only of God's word and not a doer that's what I'm going to focus on today is self-deception 
Being a hearer only of God's word and not a doer of God's word is self-deception. Jeremiah, James chapter 1 verse 22 says, But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourself. In other words, if you only want to hear the word and you don't want to do anything about the word and you think that you're okay, you're deceiving yourself. You're deceiving yourself. I love the translation in the New Living Translation. It says this, um, don't you, but, don't you, but don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you're only fooling yourselves. Just, don't just listen to the word. Don't just come to every meeting on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Sunday. That's all good. Listen to the word by all means. But be a doer of the word of God as well. Don't think you're okay just because you, you know what God is saying about this. You know what he says about healing. You know what he says about forgiving. You know, but you don't do anything about it. You're deceiving yourself. If you think you're okay, when in fact you're not. He's saying, James is saying, don't be doers only of the word. Don't be doers of the word, but not hearers only. Deceiving yourself. Many Christians listen to the word of God. Whether it's on radio, on, um, on, an, on, on podcasts, on YouTube, or whatever it is. So many of us listen to the word. Now we are spoiled for choice. All we have to do is put on the, 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 the TV, go to YouTube, or go to the computer, whatever it is, the streaming boxes, listen to whoever we want, and we can do whatever we want. The question is, are we doing what it says? There are books all over. Now we can put, download them on our iPods or iPads or whatever it is. And guess what? The question is, are we doing what the Word says? If we're just listening to it and not doing it, we're deceiving ourselves. ourselves. There, James was warning, you should not be a hearer only of the Word, but a doer. That word doer in the scripture is from the Greek word, poetesi. And what that means is uh, a poet or a performer. A performer, like a poet. And it really means that if we hear the word only, but we don't do the word, perform the word, we're deceiving ourselves. We're deceiving ourselves. Jesus warned about self-deception. And folks, this, this warning is a really firm warning. But he warned about it. Matthew 7, 21 to 23. Jesus said, not everyone says, who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven. That is a, a, a very, very stern warning. Notice what he says. But he who does the will of my Father in heaven. And then, then verse 22. Notice what it says. Many... And that, is, that, that to me is, shows us that we have to be careful. It says, many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? How many of you know that prophecy is a good thing? I love prophecy. Then he goes on and says, cast out demons in your name. How many of you know that casting out demons is a good thing? And done many wonders in your name. And then I will declare, and, and you know, and, and verse 23, and then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. 
Jesus is saying many people in the last days would have been deceived because they say, Lord, we've done this in your name. We've done that in your name. Lord, Lord. And he says, I don't even know you. It means they were deceived. And it costs them the kingdom of heaven. And notice he says, many. Many. That word Lord, you see, that word Lord that Jesus uses is the Greek word, koreos. And it means supreme authority. Supreme in authority. It means controller. It means God, master. It means the owner. Is Jesus the supreme authority in your life? Is Jesus the owner of your life? Is Jesus the master of your life? A master says, jump, you say, how high? A master says, turn left, you turn left. Is he the master of your life? That's the word, Lord. So a lot of people say, Lord, 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 I love you. But is he really controlling your life? Notice what Jesus says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. So when we say Lord, and we say, we say we love you, Lord, uh, we submitted, yielded to the, 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 the will of the Father, to the will of Jesus, to the will of the Holy Spirit, to the will of the Word. Folks, I feel that if we don't teach this, it's, and I don't want anybody in River of Life to, to be saying, Lord, 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 I did all this, and it says, I don't know you. No. What I want is for every single one of us at River of Life, whether you're two months old or whether you're 99 years old, the Lord to say, well done, good and faithful servant. That's my heart's desire. And I don't want it just for you. I want it mainly for me. Because, you know, I, I'm going to be judged on the basis of how I've pastored, I've taught, etc., etc. But, and, and I'm praying and believing that all of us will be equipped to be able to do what God has called us to do. But I have to stand in front of Jesus for myself. I'm not going to stand for you. You're not going to stand for me. You're going to stand for you. And I don't want any one of us to be deceived into thinking because you do those amazing things. That's why signs and wonders can be deceptive. I'll come to signs and wonders um, it may probably next week. But this is troubling, okay? Now, I want you to notice a few things here. Jesus is talking about people who are saying, Lord, Lord, and really they didn't have a relationship with him. So they didn't do two things. First, he says, I never knew you. And then he also said, you know, um, uh, he, he said you are workers of iniquity or workers of sin. You practice sin. So that, those were two important things. You know, he says, I don't even know you. I don't have a relationship with you. And then he also says, you know what? You practice sin. You are living in sin. That is really serious, folks. Don't be familiar with sin. Don't make sin your acquaintance. Don't make sin your lifestyle. Because if you do, and you call him Lord, Lord, you're deceiving yourself. It's not talking about those who stumble and fall. Oh, the Bible says if you say you have no sin, you deceive yourself, right? So all of us will sometimes sin. But don't fall and stay there and enjoy it and enjoy it and enjoy it and make it your lifestyle. And say, oh, Jesus is my Lord. And Jesus says, I don't want you to do that again. I don't want you to do that again. But every single time you do it over and over and over again. Church, he's saying that then you're deceiving yourself. 
If you say Lord, it means he's the master of your life. And unfortunately in the church today, we do not teach that. We teach him as Savior. He's saving us from our sins. Hallelujah. But he's also our Lord. He's the supreme authority. He should be the supreme authority of our lives. And we're not teaching that in the body of Christ. He should be our master. That's why even though we are sons and we're daughters of the most high God. In fact, we're all sons of God. According to the book of Romans, we're all, all Galatians. Praise God. That's a good thing. But even though we are, we choose to be bond servants or servants of God. We choose that. That's why Paul and James and Peter, they introduced, and Jude, they introduced themselves as servants of the Lord Jesus Christ. They chose to be servants because Jesus was Lord, Master. Doing the will of the Father is walking in obedience. Now, I'm not talking about obedience to the law. Please hear what I'm saying. Doing the will of the Father is walking in obedience. That is obedience that comes from a place of faith. A place where you believe that if God says this, then it must be right. Amen. A place where you have faith. That's why the book of Romans chapter 1, 5 says, Through him we received grace and apostleship to call all the Gentiles to the obedience that comes from faith for his name's sake. Self-deception is when we think that Jesus is Lord of our lives and we call him Lord even though we do not do what he says. We call him Lord. We think he's Lord. We believe he's Lord. But we don't do anything about it. We don't say do what he says we should do. We're deceiving ourselves. From this scripture, we find that miracles, signs, and wonders are not as important to God as relationship and simple obedience. Now, please notice what I said. They are not as important. They are important to God. That is why Jesus moved in the demonstration of power. Okay? With signs and wonders. And we should be doing that as well. But they are not as important because all these people that prophesied in the name of Jesus and they, they did signs and wonders in the name of Jesus. They cast out devils in the name of Jesus. The bottom line is Jesus says, I don't know you. That's relationship. And says, you workers of iniquity. That's not being obedient to God. So, simple obedience and relationship, intimacy with Jesus is far more important to him. Far more important. Don't be self-deceived by thinking just the signs and the wonders. So you just focus on... You see, the, different, the, the reason why sometimes people prophesy and they, they, you have several, several signs and wonders and all those things and God allows those things to operate is because those gifts are for the body. It's not based on character. It's based on the, the needs of the body. So if so, and there's a need for a, a miracle or a healing, God wants that so badly. So if somebody is, a vet, is there to activate that, he will allow that to happen. And that's where you can be deceived into thinking, because these gifts are manifesting, everything is A-OK -okay with me, even though I'm living in sin. Now, notice he says, you who practice lawlessness, those who are in the practice, it's not somebody who falls now just once in a while, but somebody who practices, somebody that is a lifestyle. Glory to God. Let me move on here. Deception ignores sin as a lifestyle, and it downplays obedience to the word. And unfortunately, that's a lot that's happening in the church today in terms of the teaching. It's like, it's not a big deal if you don't, you're not obedient to the word. 
It downplays obedience to the word. But Jesus was saying that that is important. In fact, that shows our love for him. That shows our love for Christ if we keep his word. And you see, there's a lot of teachings and a lot of sayings that, of Jesus. Essentially, it's to love God with all our hearts and to love our neighbor as ourselves. Essentially, that's it. But there's a lot of wise sayings in the New Testament under grace that we are encouraged to do. 